Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back Fourth Wall. So uh, Aurora and I are here and we're excited to get into another what if scenario. Uh, what if scenarios are really exciting for us. We've really enjoyed doing them in the past. I know it's been a little while before we've done one uh, or since we've done one. And um, essentially what if scenario, uh, you know, we started this a long time ago when we first started the podcast, but essentially it's taking a piece of content, something from a movie, television series, what have you, and, um, you know, basically changing it and saying what would happen if, if that occurred uh, in a different way, right? So um, very exciting for us to get back into this. If you haven't heard our previous ones, please go back um, and listen to those. Uh, I, th I think a lot of people really enjoyed them in the past, and uh, this should be another good one here. Um, but yeah, before we jump into that, we did want to, um, you know, mention a few things here. Um, one of them will is like you know the uh, situation with uh, Matrix Four, um, Village Roadshow is suing Warner Brothers apparently um, over the Matrix Four. Uh, apparently, it vi violates um, their contract regarding the release of. The Matrix Resurrections. Um, I don't really know all the details yet. This is something that's just coming out. Um, but uh, I'm sure we'll get a little bit more information. Have really read in the article, but it is something interesting to see in the news out there that this is going on. Uh, you know, especially after there were some issues with you know Scarlett Johansson, recent film, and things like that. So there's a lot of this stuff that as more and more um, more and more, you know, movies get directly to, you know, go directly to streaming platforms, things like that. It will be interesting to see how more of these things, uh, you know, continue to happen. More lawsuits, more things against contracts, stuff like that. There's a lot of money to be had, but at, at a certain extent, if you, if you, you know, if you take away the way that they were monetizing things, they're going to be upset, right? So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it, uh, how things go. But uh, yeah, anyway, wanted to get into today's um, what if scenarios. Today is, is a Hunger Games what if scenario, um, and it is what if Prim goes to the games. Okay, now for those of you who don't know or not aware, um, there's gonna be there's gonna be some spoilers, things like that in here if you're going to be listening. So if you haven't watched the Hunger Games, uh, you can stop and go watch that series because it's a great series, right? So anyway, um, this scenario, like, you know, the Hunger Games is a situation where people are going in to essentially kill everybody and hopefully win and live, right? Um, the scenario that we're talking about today is Katniss Everdeen not volunteering as tribute and this would send prim into the games okay nothing else would really change when it comes to that you know PETA would still be selected um you know there'd still be the same type of distraught turmoil in the everdeen house so yeah um essentially prim would be stunned you know PETA would become 
Haymage is focused at this point, okay? Because if you remember in the Hunger Games, Haymage was really focused on Katniss. He's really focusing on trying to you know, give her a chance to win because Peta wasn't really going to have a chance, kind of kind of the way that Haymage made it appear. In this situation, um, I don't think you would see Prim as having an opportunity to uh, succeed. So I, I think that you know Peta would be his focus at this point. Uh, Hamish would Hamish would focus on Peta's strength. Um, you know, just like they decided to do anyway in the Hunger Games. And you know, neither one would have a really high rating. Neither one would have a really high rating at this point. Uh, both of them would go in with a you know, fairly conservative rating uh, when going into the games. And um, Prim would kind of focus on medicine. She would focus on some of the things that she knows, kind of learn from her mom when it comes to medicine and healing, stuff like that. I mean, later we see that she becomes a nurse, so this is a great way to kind of, you know, focus on that thing that she really grew to love, right? So... When this happens, Cato would want actually, you know, Cato, who is the, um, you know, leader, uh, basically the guy who lasted to the end there, um, from District One, I believe he's District One, maybe District Two. I, I don't know. Doesn't really matter. Um, essentially, he's like the leader. Everybody's kind of following. He would want a medic um, on his team, right, in case he happens to get injured. Uh, so for that reason, um, he takes Peta for his strength, and he keeps. Pro for her medicinal purposes, right? And so I think this is, I think this is good. I think it's, um, you know, a situation that would play a lot of things out very similarly. You know, Pita is on that team, but Prim is on that team too. So we would get to know a little bit more about Cato and some of the others from their districts, which I think would be a very interesting concept to get to learn and know about some of them. Anyway. Uh, Kato would want uh, the medic, he would want the strength, and then Peta would divulge um, to Prim how he has like a crush on her sister Katniss, blah, blah, blah. You know, Prim would kind of chuckle with him about it, you know, wouldn't really take it all that seriously. And, you know, Kato's team would kill most contestants, you know, as that's what usually happens. You know, the top districts kind of team together kill some of the other the all a lot of the other districts and uh yeah that would play out just the way it does in previous games so um some would uh some would fall so some of the you know lower number districts would would fall in in those fights but you know for the most part they're gonna be they're gonna be fine um and Essentially, um, Prim would help him with his wounds, uh, say that he gets, you know, uh, uh, punched to the face or something like that. He's got a bruise or whatever. You know, she would help him, you know, help him with, you know, maybe a minor cut or something that he has. And uh, then Kato would mention something, like a one-off comment, okay, right? Like a one-off comment of, you know, how Prim's you know, so useful and, and such a useful person. And uh, the other the other girl, the girl that originally had the bow and arrow, uh, would be kind of jealous, right? So this would have her jealous. In the middle of the night, she would attack Prim. Um, Peta would actually fight her off and end up killing her, okay? Kato would not take 
kindly to this at all. Um, so he would end up trying to kill um, kill Peta, and uh, Peta would be hurt, uh, but eventually he would get away. Right, so he'd have some kind of laceration or something. He would get away, and uh, Prim would be worried for him, but stays with that, you know, stays with Cato's team, so that you know she can stay alive, right? And I think that this dynamic works pretty well, because essentially you've got to have you've got to have Prim have a uh, you know kind of a a good way, a good reason for living. Because she really doesn't have any experience with fighting, violence, weapons, none of that. So it, it you got to be able to keep her alive to an extent. And I think this would be a good way to do that. So anyway, now, so we've set the stage. Pete is on the run. <clears throat> um, Prim worries about him. So at night, Prim would leave and kind of, you know, seek out Peta try and find him. Um, one night she actually does find him, comes upon him in a river, just the same way Katniss had done. Um, she helps him uh, with his wounds uh, that he had that he sustained, and helps him kind of get back to get his strength back. Right um, through conversations, and this is a very interesting kind of plot twist. Okay. So through conversations, they're sitting there chatting, you know, Cato and all of his guys, and Prim's there during the day, and they're all chatting things up. And um, Comet comes by from Cato, or, you know, maybe it's someone else mentioning something or whatever, but it gets revealed that Cato has an allergy to peanuts, okay? I think mean, this would be an awesome opportunity for a plot twist, for uh, a foreshadowing type of situation in the future. And so um, she finds that out, you know, doesn't really say or think about it too much, but uh, their numbers start to dwindle, okay, uh, of the big team. The numbers start to dwindle of the other competitors, right? And so at this point, it's getting almost where, okay, when is Kato's, you know, prime team going to start fighting against each other, right? So I think that what would happen at this point, it's getting a little desperate. The dagger girl, I think one night would follow um, Prim and the, da I say the dagger girl because most of you will know who she is I'm talking about. Uh, she's the one that, that was um, trying to kill Katniss. She threw daggers, like that was her thing. Um, kind of psycho girl. But anyway, um, she would follow Prim one night uh, and then what would happen is um, Peta would be concealed. You know, he would you know have the makeup or whatever it was that he did to hide himself, and he would let Prim pass because he could see the other girl following her, and he would um, surprise attack with that girl, end up killing her. Um, so then Prim is, uh, you know, Prim's fine still. She ends up going back. And eventually, the next couple days, Kato's group ends up start to, starting to fight with each other. Okay, uh, they start interfighting because everyone's dead except for you know Peta, Prim, him, and probably you know two or three guys. Right. So at this point, um, Kato is focused on those guys. He's not focused on Prim. She's not a uh, threat to him, so he's focused on them. They're fighting. Um, Kato gets hurt, but he's still alive. Okay, and so then Prim comes up 
helps him with his wound with you know a herbal remedy, something that she puts over the wound to help him. Uh, and then Cato um, gets uh, goes after Peta. Well, he finally catches Peta. Um, when he does, Prim's right there behind him, like yelling, like stop, don't. And then at some at some point during the fight, Cato begins feeling the effects of nuts that Prim crushed up and dissolved into his um, the treatment that she used on his wounds. Uh, this would put Cato at a disadvantage. Peta would then, um, you know, kill Cato, and then he would walk with Prim uh, out into the opening, the center area there, and Peta would then take his own life. Um, I, I just, from what we know of the, from what we know of Peta, what we learned about him, what we saw from him, I don't think he would have the ability to kill her. Um, I think, you know, because he did he did care about Katniss and stuff, I think he would have ended up killing himself. So this is a situation where Peta kills himself, Katniss, uh, or uh, Peta goes, Prim goes on to win the Hunger Games. Um, yeah, so she goes back home, everybody's shocked, people are stunned. Um, you know, Peta is, you know, people in uh, the 12th District told him in very high regard because of his, um, you know, his self-sacrifice to save Prim. Uh, you know, maybe they do like a statue or something in honorance of him in a way. So that would be really interesting, really cool to see. Um, but, you know, then you've got a situation where in the second, third movies, like, what happens? Because you're still looking for, like, for the rebellion. They're looking for who's that person? Who's that person that's going to help us? Who's that person that's going to get us there, right? Which I don't know if they were really looking for that until Katniss showed up. Um, but essentially, the game master from the first games would still be alive. He wouldn't be in trouble because, you know, there, there was no trick played on him. There was no political thing that he lost. Uh, so I think everything would go well there. So he would not die, the guy with the crazy facial hair. He'd still be alive. Um, for this reason, it would take a lot longer for, you know, Plutar or anyone to get in a position of power where he can kind of help the rebellion. So I think it would hold the rebellion off for a few years. Finally, after a while, I think he would still end up getting uh, getting into a high-ranking position of some kind where he can influence some things. Um, but at this point, you know, they wouldn't be looking to win the Hunger Games. They, they wouldn't be looking to find uh, a voice or anything like that. They would probably sabotage or do something to the Hunger Games just to get like the news out to all the, the other districts that, hey, this is happening. But I don't believe they would have to, you know, uh, get people out of the Hunger Games or, or whatever by any means. So um, essentially that, that would still happen. The rebellion would still happen to an extent. Um, I, I don't believe they would have the ability to beat Snow. I just don't. I, I think that the Rebellion had a lot of moral... They, they're very formidable because they were... They were really pushed emotionally. They were given a lot of, you know, vigor... Uh, and and really, when times looked dark, you know, Katniss really helped elevate and help people, you know, have hope. And I don't think they would have that now. So because they don't have that, um, 
you know, I, I think that they would be subdued. I think they would be um, killed off. And then the capital would just keep doing its thing. So essentially, I think that things would happen very, very differently um, in the grand scheme of things. In the initial scheme of things, I do think it would still plan out that Prim would end up winning the Hunger Games um, in a very crazy way uh, because that's what happened. So I don't know why it couldn't happen a different way uh, with Prim, but essentially poisoning the guy who should should have ended up winning it. So, yeah, and then, you know, Katniss would end up with, um, you know, the guy she's supposed to be with instead of, uh, you know, Peta because I was not a fan of that. I don't know, I guess... Everybody else probably was a fan of it. Everybody else liked that. But you know what? I was not Team PETA. was not rooting for him at all. I was very frustrated, upset uh, by what happened there. Um, yeah, I really did not like Katniss by the end of it all. So anyway, uh, beyond my personal issues that I have with uh, Katniss, um, what did you guys think? I mean, what do, you, what do you think of this situation? Is there something I'm missing? Is there a detail that's not there? You know, I know we didn't go super in-depth in this what-if scenario, we wanted to really kind of get through it, play out the big points, um, and shape another great movie, another great movie uh, in context. Now, it wouldn't lead to the overall victory of the Rebellion. Um, we wouldn't see just just the level of fighting that we saw. Or not the level of fighting, but the, the level of force. You know, the force, the... The vigor that the resistance would have, um, they wouldn't be as formidable, and so I don't think it would get to you know two and three movies two and three. I don't think would necessarily happen. Uh, I think that rebellion would be stopped pretty early on, and yeah, we wouldn't ultimately have a star person to see in the next Hunger Games. You know, they wouldn't have a reason to put the tributes back in there because obviously that was Snow's thing to kind of you know get get Katniss back in there. Um. So yeah, I, I think that that's it. That's kind of where we would end it up. But let me know what you guys think. Um, you know, appreciate. It. Feel free to comment. Um, you know, like, share, subscribe. The content out there. Uh, where you always want to hear what you guys think, what you're interested in. And if there's any what if scenarios you'd like for us to to come up with or, or mention, uh, feel free to reach out to us, and we will uh, you know do that what if scenario as well. But uh, we will mention before we get off here, uh, Rora and I are official travel agents. We specialize in Disney, Royal Caribbean, Universal, Carnival Cruise Line, Sandals Resorts, uh, SeaWorld, and just random hotels across the country. Like, so if you guys are going anywhere, taking a trip, you know, feel free to reach out to us. It's completely free service. Um, all of these, uh, you know, all of all leisure and travel have uh, commission fees built into their prices. You're going to pay the exact same price if you booked it yourself or if you booked it through me. Um, it's gonna be the exact same price. Uh, they already factor in commission, but they just pocket that money. So uh, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, help us out here on the channel. Help, help Aurora out getting some extra treats throughout the week. Um, Cause that's, uh, that's where the funds really would go at this point. Uh, we'd be helping to get her a nice little new doggy bed and things like that. So um, again, let us know what you guys think. Uh, really appreciate it. Our email for, tra for uh, travel agency will be below. So reach out to us for that. And uh, we will talk to you guys again next week. Hope you enjoyed the episode.